Good afternoon. Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We look forward to having you on the show. Thanks for joining us. This afternoon's episode is titled The Genealogy of Adam. Before we go any further, we'll begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your wonderful kindness and for your mercy. And today, as we find out about the genealogy of Adam, Lord, may you open your secrets to us and through the preaching of your word and the preaching of our prophet. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to a recording of Genesis chapter 5. I hope you find it a blessing. Chapter 5 This is the book of the generations of Adam. In the day that God created man, in the likeness of God made he him. Male and female created he them, and blessed them, and called their name Adam in the day when they were created. And Adam lived an hundred and thirty years, and begat a son in his own likeness after his image, and called his name Seth. And the days of Adam, after he had begotten Seth, were eight hundred years, and he begat sons and daughters. And all the days that Adam lived were nine hundred and thirty years, and he died. And Seth lived an hundred and five years, and begat Enos. And Seth lived after he begat Enos eight hundred and seven years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Seth were nine hundred and twelve years, and he died. And Enos lived ninety years, and begat Canaan. And Enos lived after he begat Canaan eight hundred and fifteen years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enos were nine hundred and five years, and he died. And Canaan lived seventy years, and begat Mahalaleel. And Canaan lived after he begat Mahalaleel eight hundred and forty years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Canaan were nine hundred and ten years, and he died. And Mahalaleel lived sixty and five years, and begat Jared. And Mahalaleel lived after he begat Jared eight hundred and thirty years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Mahalaleel were eight hundred ninety and five years, and he died. And Jared lived an hundred sixty and two years, and he begat Enoch. And Jared lived after he begat Enoch eight hundred years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Jared were nine hundred sixty and two years, and he died. And Enoch lived sixty and five years, and begat Methuselah. And Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah three hundred years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were three hundred sixty and five years. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. And Methuselah lived an hundred eighty and seven years, and begat Lamech. And Methuselah lived after he begat Lamech seven hundred eighty and two years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Methuselah were nine hundred sixty and nine years, and he died. And Lamech lived an hundred eighty and two years, and begat a son. And he called his name Noah, saying, This same shall comfort us concerning our work and toil of our hands, because of the ground which the Lord hath cursed. And Lamech lived after he begat Noah five hundred ninety and five years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Lamech were seven hundred seventy and seven years, and he died. And Noah was five hundred years old. And Noah begat Shem, Ham, and Japheth. The inspiration of the title of our episode, which is The Genealogy of Adam, came from a message preached by Brother Branham 
in 1964 on August the 30th in the morning called Questions and Answers Part 3. And we'll begin at paragraph 312 up to paragraph 353. I hope you find it a blessing. Now, to the serpent seed. I can't find it in here because you see it's just a great pile of them. But the person said, if the serpent, if the serpent seed, see, the woman, she, uh, she got a son from the Lord. She said so. Well, I believe last Sunday I explained how she got it from the Lord. If she got it at all, she got it from the Lord. See, because it had to come from the Lord because God's law has it'll, it'll obey God. Exactly. He ordained that the sun should shine and the sun shines. He ordains that the rain shall fall upon the just and the unjust. It does it. And seeds planted in any field where they're good or bad will come up. It's a seed. And if a seed's planted regardless, and the only way this serpent could plant the seed, he was the only animal next to the human being. For in the evolution of mankind, when man, God brewed up on the earth, and he began to bring up birds, and then from birds he come to different things, then Japanzee, and from the Japanzee to the serpent. Now, he changed that serpent in such a way that had to be done that would confuse this generation who's trying to find a bone that looks like some kind of an animal that was part man and part animal to say there's where man, they've lost it from the Japanzee. Only the Japanzee doesn't have an intelligence. The Japanzee has not a soul. He cannot think. He just has, he, he can, it's a, a noise and he can horse, gee haw or something like that. A dog, come here, fight, do a trick, jump over and set in blocks and things like that. They do that by emotion, by hearing and things like that and action. But to think and to understand, they can't. They don't know they're naked. They don't know the male, female, the difference like that. They have no laws as such. Because they can't do it. The human being is the only one. And the next one to the human being was the serpent. The Bible said he is the most subtle of all the beasts of the field. Smarter. He, he, he almost had a soul. He had a place for a soul. But what did he do? He sold out to Satan to deceive God. Try to. How many gets it now that far? Satan, the serpent, almost had a soul. God knows they'd look for those bones, and there's not a bone in a snake that looks like a man. He was That's a curse of him. He stood up on his feet like a man. Notice. Then that seed, which was next to the human seed, Satan himself, the spirit, knew that that was the only seed that would pregnate the woman. Because the Japanzee won't do it. They mix it and everything else, it won't do it. But he knew that the germ of life that was in the Japanzee would not come to the field of the woman egg. But he knew the serpent seed would do it. So he dealt with the serpent. And Adam had never knew that this act could be done. See, she was made a female, certainly. She would have come to it later. But you see, the sovereignty of God to display himself as Savior and, and so forth, as I've explained many times. But Satan knew this. For he come to her in the form of this serpent, which was the beast, and uh, a beast, and came to her, and she was pregnated by Satan first. And if you'll notice, there was only two acts done, and there were three children born. Search the scripture. She gave birth to twins. One of them was certain seed. The other one was able. She enticed her husband and told, see, then she showed her husband what it was. And then he lived with her also. And she bore this child. And I want you to show she was pregnant with twins by two days. She's a that's virgin woman. Their seed, they're strong. Like, look here, Abraham 
married uh, uh, his own sister. Well, if a man marries sister today, his children be idiots. See, but the human and here Jake, uh, uh, Isaac married Rebecca, which was his own cousin, own blood cousin at that. Blood relation. See, Abraham's brother's child. Notice, notice now on this. See, there's a human race was so strong. Now, if you notice, it's always been twins all along. There was. Cain and Abel were twins. And Esau and Jacob were twins. Jesus and Judas come out of the same tribe and in the same church. And the, even the Holy Spirit and the Antichrist is to be twins. So close that would deceive the very elected if possible. Have you got it? Yeah. All right. Now to prove this, I want you to take Jude, the, I believe the 17th verse or the 14th verse of Jude, and say, now, now notice this, I'll, I'll close. Notice, to cut the whole thing off to make it right, first place, he said, I'll put enmity between your seed and the serpent's seed. See? Now she doesn't have a seed. Therefore, how she got this seed was Satan's seed. Cain was Satan's son. She had no seed, so she received it through sexual intercourse. Amen. And when she did it, it was given to her by God's enemy. And then when God gave her seed, they had no sex at all into it. You get? The bond woman and her child cast out because won't be heir with the free woman and her child. And notice, then she was given a seed, which was Christ. Neither her egg now, the Protestant wants to believe that it was a virgin-born uh, hemoglobin that was the created blood of God or the germ lace, but said it was her egg. No, sir. That egg cannot come down through that tube into the womb unless there be a sensation. Then you put God with a, a spirit having sexual intercourse with a woman. How can it be done? It was a created matter of God altogether, both egg and germ. And he was the son of God. Not the son of Mary, for he never did call her mother. Amen. Woman, he called her. Amen. Never mother. She wasn't his mother. He was the son of God. Amen. God is one. Get it? Amen. Now, another thing to prove this and nail it down, where if anybody ever fusses with you, go back here in the book of Jude. I think it's the 17th verse, the 14th or 17th verse. He said, Now, Enoch. You want me to read it? Have you got that much time? Let us, and then I'll get out of no cause. The tape here is going on, and, and we, we might get it mixed up in, in this. Now, let me see if this is a, a 14th verse. Enoch, also the seventh from Adam, prophesied of these things, saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with him ten thousands of his saints. Now, go back unto the fifth chapter, I think it is, of Genesis. And then go also over into the book of Luke. Wish I could find it. I wrote it all down here. If I could find it in here. And you'll find out that in the genealogies, nowhere in the Bible, if, look, if Noah, if Enoch is the seventh from Adam, the Bible said, Adam, and then his son Seth. Because Cain was not Adam's seed. It said Adam begot Seth, and Seth begot Jared, Jared begot all the way down to Enoch, and Enoch was the 
seventh from Adam. Nowhere did it ever speak that Cain was ever considered to be anything in the genealogies of God. I just didn't find out if it's so or not. Search it out. And Luke comes over and names it right back again and puts down from Adam. Not one time is Cain ever mentioned in the whole thing. And if Enoch, see, was the seventh from Adam, where did Cain come in? Because the Bible said that in the genealogies that Adam begot his son, Seth. And Seth begot Jared, and Jared begot so and so on down. And not one time was Cain ever mentioned. Then he could not be the son of Adam. So he had to be the son of the serpent, and he couldn't be a son without intercourse. Amen. Amen. If he wasn't his virgin born, then he'd be the son of God. I want him to get out of that one time. Now, the same God that revealed that is the same God that told me about your marriage and divorce. When he says those things, my brother, sister, I'm your brother, a man. But when he says that and that strikes down in here, I can't explain it to you. And don't need me trying to do it because I couldn't. But it's never one time been wrong. Although I couldn't see it myself at all, I couldn't see it, but I just hold on to it. And then he begins to reveal it. Then I just, it just floors me. <laughs> there it was right there and I didn't see it. You, your education is bypassed and your reasons are bypassed and everything else. So was Cain bypassed. Now, if we had time to go back here into Genesis and begin to read, let's see if I could just pick it up. If I'm back here, I don't know for sure whether I could or not. Miss Woods, do you remember when I was showing you that the other day? Just what Was that the fifth chapter? The fifth, uh-huh. all right. This is a book of the generations of Adam in the days that God created man. In the likeness of God created him. Male and female created he them, and blessed them, and called their name Adam in the day that they were created. And Adam lived a hundred year and thirty years, and begot sons, and uh, begot uh, begot a son in his own likeness, and and after his own image, and he called his name Cain. <laughs> what did he call his name? Where where is that firstborn who had the birthright then? Never even mentioned him. Seth was his son. Now we come over here again and we find where that said, and Eve was given a son because Cain killed Abel. Now notice as we go on, Adam and days created, and Adam lived a hundred and thirty years, lived a hundred and thirty years, and begot a son begot a son in his own likeness after his image and called his name Seth. And uh, and the days of Adam after he begot Seth were 800 and, uh, years. And he begot sons and daughters. And all the days of Adam lived were 930 uh, and years. And he died. And Seth lived and, uh, 105 years and begot Enos. And on down to goes on down. And he is the seventh Enoch is the seventh from Adam. Now, I don't remember just where in Luke. Have you got that mark too there, Miss Woods? She and I, were, I was showing it to her the other day over in, uh, what say? I believe you're right. 
Sister Woods. We marked it down there in her book, where we was in her Bible, where I was showing. Here it is. Yeah, the genealogies. All right. Now, if we notice here, uh, on the third chapter of Luke, we get the same thing: which sons and so forth, and Noah, which were Lamech, which also sons of Methuselah, which also the son of Enos, which was the son of Jared, which was the son of Mali. Mali which was the son of Cana, which was the son of Enos, which was the son of Seth, which was the son of Adam, which was the son of God. Where did Cain come in? Where's Cain at the firstborn? <laughs> the birthrights to him. Where did he come from? Is a Satan seed and not God's. Wasn't Adam's either. Because Adam's son's name was, was Seth. Cain, the serpent seed, slew his first son, which was a type and shadow of the serpent also slaying his other son, Jesus, and Seth took his place in the genealogy, which meant the resurrection, that the genealogies of God would completely be carried on. I want to see somebody put him in there now and say it wasn't the serpent seed. It wasn't recognized in the genealogies of God's, or neither in the genealogies of the human race, the genealogies of Adam. Any of the rest of them. Is that right? How many believe to say amen? amen. Sure. He was not. He was the serpent's seed and not Adam's seed. She said that was Adam's son. It was not Adam's son. She said, I got it from God. If she had to, it was a seed. It was a seed, but it was serpent's seed. See? And he had to come back a virgin then in order to clear up that sexual act that had been done. Adam was put here on earth, but he had, he had never found out that he was to be a father. You understand what I mean? Satan, knowing this, he got to Eve before Adam got there. And there's where the whole thing lays today. And brother, that's what makes marriage and divorce and everything else such a scrumble as it is today. It's most pathetic. See? But I, God has made a way for which we're thankful. Do you love him? Amen. Isn't he wonderful? Now, is the serpent seed right? I thought maybe somebody on the tape might think I was afraid to attack this, you see. So I say, well, he bypassed it twice. He's just afraid to take a hold of it. We're not of that as long as the Lord's in it. That's all right. You know what? I said that eagle that time I watched feeling his wings, you know. And I thought, aren't you afraid of me? I had my gun sitting there. I said, I could shoot you. <laughs> you know what? I couldn't shoot him. <laughs> I was too far from that gun. I said, are you afraid? He just walled his big eyes and looked at me. And that little chipmunk sitting over there going, cha 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 I'll tear you to pieces, tear you to pieces. He wasn't paying attention to that chipmunk, but he got tired of listening at him. So after a while, he just made one big flop, went out like that, and just set his wings. And he knew how to maneuver those wings, just flew from on out of sight. See, I just seen this become a little bitty thing like that, just a little speck. Brother Fred, I believe I showed you. I spotted Brother Fred back there now. He's holiday man a while ago. Uh, uh, I believe I showed you that spot up there. And Brother Woods, wherever you are, way up in the mountains up there, where that taking place. I seen that eagle. I, his force down in that storm and I was standing behind this tree he's hunting elk and long little later in this in October snows and things this brother here was up there last fall with his brother John and them right up on top of Corral Peaks where is that I stood there and I stood behind this tree and snow a little bit and rain a little bit and I was just standing there that eagle standing there and he got forced down he flew up on there great big monster looking fellow big brown eagle sat up there and looked around and I thought 
Well, I was, I was having a, a real good time. I was screaming, praise the Lord, hallelujah, round and round around the bush. I was going, shouting like that. And I looked down there, I could hear that old coyote hollering. You know how they get the hollering last year down there when it just before it started raining, they start hollering as a little wolf, you know. I just love to hear him. Then I could hear the elk way over here, that wee-hoo, eagle, and way over here, the maid answer him next week. Week after next, I'll be hunting him, the Lord willing. So then, hearing that over there, oh, it's just so godly to be up there. Oh, I, I just, that's, that's my cathedral up there, where I talk to him and come down here and talk to you, see. And up in there, oh, it's so wonderful, just relaxing. Just standing there, I thought, oh, God. And looking at the rain come out, and the evergreens just froze over, and a rainbow swept across that, from a crowd peak, come over to Sheep Mountain, over that way, across that way. And I thought, oh, God, look at there. Mm, I thought, there you are, Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. Here it comes down here, there. You're the same yesterday, today, and for the seven church ages, the seven golden candlestick. There you are. God, how wonderful you are. And I was just a shout, and I set my gun down. I went around the tree hollering, Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Round and around the tree like that. I was just having a big time up there by myself. It's the Lord and I, you know. And after a while, that eagle come up out of that bunch of brush and just looked at me. I thought, well, you don't like that? I said, oh boy, I'm worshiping the same God that made you. Then he just bat his great big gray looking eyes, looked around at me, and me hollering like that, a little old pine squirrel, anybody ever hunting the mountains, he's he's the policeman of the woods, and he jumped up on their little old fellow, not big enough to do nothing. But oh what a noise. <laughs> he jumped up on there, jumping up down, you know, yeah, 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 he's carrying on like that. And uh, an eagle was watching him, he looked over at me. I thought, My Lord, well, why'd you stop me on something like that? I said, because, you know, uh, I was worshiping you. You want me to see something on that eagle? I said, I'll stir him. Is it on the pine squirrel? I stood there and watched him. I thought, I'll study him just a little bit. I said, one thing I noticed him, he wasn't afraid. I like that. Not afraid. Stood there, that great big bird. I said, you know what? My gun was setting up against the tree. I said, you know I could shoot you? <laughs> he knew better than that. He knew one thing, I wouldn't do it. I admired him too much. See, there I was standing there, not a bit afraid. And I thought... I could shoot you. I'd see him look around at me like that, and he kept making his wings, you know, go back. You know how they do like that, their wings, you know. Great big wings about this long, you know, and he's a big fella. He's sitting there, and I looked at him. That's way before I knew these things. This is years and years ago, maybe 20 years ago. And I watched him. After a while, I see him. I thought, what's he? What's he? He's not afraid, so I admire that. But what's so godly about that old eagle? Seen that great big hook bill come out like that and them big eyes. I thought, boy, he's a real bird. Now, nobody, a hawk, if he'd try to follow him, he'd disintegrate. <laughs> There's nothing in following. No, no. <laughs> it'd take an airplane to do it. <laughs> yes, sir, no bird can follow him. <laughs> so he goes so high, and then he's got eyes he can see right down the ground, too, as he's up there. See, well, uh, Jehovah likened his prophets to eagles. You see, he'd lift them up like that. They had to be special made. Let's see. Predestinated, born for that purpose. See, be lifted up like that. And then you, what's good to get up if you can't see where you're at? See? What's you getting up there if you don't know what you're doing? See? See? What's you jumping up and down, shouting, speaking in tongues if you don't know what it's all about? See? You got to understand while you're there. See? So then I watched him, you know, as he moved around there. I kept, I just admired him. He's such a beautiful bird. And yet he'd probably eat some of my deer meat and stuff. But I'm, I watched him. And after a while, I thought, no, what, what's he? After a while, he got tired. I don't think he got tired looking at me. But I think he got tired listening to that little old chipmunk sitting over there. You know, we got so many of them in the camp today. You know, cha days of miracles just passed. No such thing as divine healing. We don't have these things no more. <laughs> little old earthbound chipmunk. <laughs> That's sitting up on that stump. You got to belong to... Where, where, where's that? <laughs> See, sitting there. 
just to chatter up and down. Oh, he just vibrating and shaking so hard. He got tired of listening at it. <laughs> and he just made one great big jump and he shook that limb where he's sitting on like that. The limb shook like that and he went right out to flopped his wings and just parted through that timber there. And when he did, I noticed him. See? He wasn't afraid because he could feel the presence of his God-given wings. He knew them wings could pack him away from any kind of danger. See? And so that's the way we want to feel. This is the Word. And the one who wrote the Word is my wings. I'm not afraid of the Word. It'll pack you right through any kind of trouble there is. It's a sword. It'll cut its way right straight through. Don't you never worry about it. I noticed him, man. He didn't flop. He just set his wings. And that every time the wind would come in, he'd just raise up. Get up. But higher and higher. I stood there in full of my arms and looked at him until he was just a little spot I could hardly see anymore. And I thought, God, that's it. It's not run, join this and run, join that and do this, that, the other. It's just setting your wings. See, knowing how to set your wings of faith into the Word of God and sail away from all this nonsense of chatter, chatter here and chatter, chatter there. Yeah, heavens and earth will pass away, but my word shall never fail. Amen. This marks the end of the afternoon episode. Thank you for tuning in to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. And we shall end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you this afternoon for your visitation, speaking to us and showing us of the genealogies from the Garden of Eden. We thank you, Lord, for predestination, where it says you foreknew us before even the founding of the world. Oh Lord, be with us for the rest of the day and in this evening's episode too. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. God bless you. See you later. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. So, to make this a better listening experience for you, would really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. That's honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. So, we also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you. Divine.